0: all right guys welcome back to the podcast back to gaming compute headed out from the gym saturday evening i think this is my favorite time to go to the gym in all honesty because there's really nobody there Um, I feel like Friday nights, Friday nights, Friday evenings, like around 5 p.m. tend to be the busiest. And then the least busy seem to be like Sunday, like maybe Sunday evenings or I don't know what time Sunday. But there, there does seem to be a timing on Sunday where it's not busy. And then another timing on Saturday, like before dinner when it's not busy uh like sometime between like four four three thirty four ish I don't know if it's just the gyms where I go but I feel like most people are either getting ready to go out so they'll go earlier and a lot of people I think like to I mean I'm at least I do this but I don't I would assume other people do too you kind of go in between meals like you want to you know, get enough, uh, nourishment and energy from your food to be able to kind of get in a good workout usually and not go like on empty pretty much. And then you also want to, um, um, be able to, you know, get your protein and, you know, hydration and everything like that, like after the meal too, like kind of like a recovery snack or recovery meal. Um, so I think people kind of time their workouts, according to that too I mean at least I know I did that I do that for sure but I'm not really trying to talk too much about the gym um but yeah at the gym I was listening to this uh kind of recent episode by Graham Stephan um I think you guys know like I've very heavily followed his content for years um And he's someone I consider, you know, like a role model and in a way kind of like someone in a similar age bracket that kind of has a similar mindset, but someone who's kind of helped me kind of like develop a different approach, you know, because I was I was raised in the approach of, you know, not really thinking about trends and things. And that's kind of what I want to talk about in this episode today. Is tra- I guess tradition versus trends. I don't really know what to what to uh, call it, but I'm not really saying one's way better than the other. But it's like you know, in my in my lifetime, as far as like adult life, I have been um, through now two recessions now I don't know people want to say is this one is this isn't this one like whatever you want to call it a lot of people are suffering financially like let's let's be real doesn't matter if it's labeled a recession or not like people will be like oh it's not a recession it's like okay well it's not a recession but people are still getting laid off work you know there's a lot of inflation that we're dealing with and a lot of you know nonsense kind of going on back and forth with the housing market and usually things going uh, wrong with the housing market is a big indicator for there to be financial issues coming up for people. Um, and so, although people will say, no, it's not a recession, no, we're not in a recession, it doesn't meet what we're experiencing right now, it doesn't meet criteria, maybe it doesn't, but there are definitely changes in, in things. And mind you, um, I feel like, at least during my lifetime, we have not been in um, an economic period of distress and complications kind of paired with just ending a pandemic. Not really even ended, like, it, it could still flare and impact the economy and like so there's so many layers to this one too um where it's kind of like causing a lot of confusion and i'm not an expert on it i just know that it's confusing to a lot of people what's going on and in my opinion i don't know how much it really matters when i think about like you know the reality i'm like i'm more interested in studying like the actual direct impacts and not so much like is it is it not a recession like, what do we call what we're experiencing right now? Like, what, it, what is this labeled? Like, it kind of doesn't seem to matter as much on the day-to-day. Like, um, and one thing that I was kind of gathering from Graham Stephan's uh, recent episode... Uh, well, it wasn't really his episode. It was Ken Coleman's episode where he was interviewing Graham Stefan. Uh, I kind of was paying attention to the way, you know, Graham Stephan kind of talks about his experiences in life. And he, you know, he's 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 very vocal about his um, methods of doing things, his opinions, all these types of things. He's very vocal about it. Like, he's not really a hush-hush kind of guy where you're like, I don't know how he got where he was. Like, when you follow his content, you kind of know his backstory a lot. And just briefly, some things that he kind of seems to have uh, um, adopted in his youth that carry on into his adult work ethic, you know, just like this idea of like living a frugal lifestyle, you know, controlling kind of like impulsive spending and having like a solid foundation and goal of like where you want your finances to go and you know focusing on things like you know is the time I put into certain job efforts gonna pay off like maybe later or is it gonna pay off anytime soon is it not gonna pay off at all like what does that really look like um he seems to be able to uh describe those experiences and you know, I find it very eye-opening, um, when there's somebody who's, who's really able to kind of speak to that, you know, when there's somebody who's able to kind of, you know, talk about their experience of going a non-traditional route, so just briefly, for for people who don't know, uh, Graham Stephan didn't go a traditional school route, and I'm not here to, like, pitch do it, don't do it, you know, kind of thing, but rather you know, looking at someone who's so successful, you know, a lot of times I think what people kind of forget to think about is, you know, experience goes a long way, right? So he has experience in making money, experience in certain things like SEO, like HTML, different types of things that he has experience in that if he were, you know, like sales entrepreneurship, things like that, that in his, you know, upbringing, if he would have just gone to school, like everybody else would probably say to do, you know, at least back then, especially, uh, and his parents seem to have wanted him to do that too. Like, you know, if he would have just gone to school, it's like, you know, a lot of times it is right, you know, you do learn a lot of stuff that you're never going to use, like you might be tempted to go into debt um and yes I'm not saying a degree is worthless I'm not saying I I I went the route of going to school and all that stuff too but it's like you know if, if your plan isn't like super solid sometimes you can land in a place that you know isn't ideal like for example for me um you know, I've always had a a lifestyle and culture that I was brought up in where you you kind of don't really have a lot of days where you're like lounging around, sitting around. Like there definitely were periods of my life where I was really into television and things like that, but overall, you know, I've usually liked to learn and um, you know, explore things and, you know, gain knowledge and, you know, that to me is entertaining, you know, and being creative and things like that. For me, I feel like I get more out of that than just sitting and, like, binge-watching stuff. Like, sometimes I will binge-watch stuff, but it's, like, I do like learning, even if it is kind of, like, random information that I'm never going to use. Um, I feel like I get more out of that style of things, and so, Like, I don't really have much of an aversion to learning, uh, or even, you know, types of hobbies that are creative, but tend to have this kind of tedious tasks kind of like attached to them and things like that. Like I'm very like results oriented, even like I do kind of maybe have an issue with like finishing projects on occasion, but Um, I'm definitely getting way, way, way better at that. But I'm very results-oriented. You know, I like to see the effort that I put in for a time to result in some kind of, you know, um, some kind of, uh, you know, I want to see the results of my labor, you know. And there are some fields that, you know, I'm very attracted to because... You can kind of see every time you put in work, you're getting something out of it. Like, maybe it's not always, like, a massive financial benefit. Like, maybe it's not always, like, oh, yeah, I'm getting, like, richer or, like, gaining, like, a whole lot more income or something like that. Like, maybe it's not so much like that. But, you know, there are definitely times when, you know, I'm able to kind of... See kind of what um, kind of what the scenario looks like, and be able to kind of um, you know get get a little further along with it um, with things, and I'm motivated by that, and you know when it comes to traditions traditional you know going to school um you know i can't really knock it cuz i can say that you know for me at the very least it's gotten my foot in the door at a lot of places like people can see they'll be like oh you worked at this place for like 7 years and you've been part of this company for like almost 10 years and like you've got these degrees and you've studied at certain places and like people don't always completely overlook that, you know, and especially because I have been working in a field for a really long time by this, by this point, um, I've been able to prove that I can do the work, but yeah, school for me didn't work out the way it was supposed to, and I'm not here to, like, scare people or whatever, like, it's just, you know, there were a lot of things I didn't know about myself, about how far I can push, when I need to take breaks, like, that kind of stuff, um, my experience with struggle was very much so like, okay, when I start to struggle, you know, let me just drop the other stuff that I didn't realize was like maintaining me. Like I would do things like, you know, because I wouldn't study Friday night or Saturday in the daytime, you know, you know, there's a certain point where I was like, well, let me just add more hours and just study all week long and never take any breaks you know, or I do things like, um, like, you know, instead of just taking any old break or something like that, I do things like, um, you know, staying up later or, you know, just things that were like, they seemed like they were getting me ahead. But at the same time, like I was just wearing myself down so much to a point where it's like, I wasn't functioning at an optimal, optimal level enough to like, keep my grades managed enough to kind of like manage my life and everything in a really uh in a really um complex program and so it did make things hard for me. It did make things a lot more complicated, a lot more difficult. Um I didn't really want to um you know, um, like, yeah, like I, I didn't really notice it. Like looking back, I noticed it, but I was like, okay, if I just keep pushing, things will be fine. And when they weren't fine, I was like, well, just keep pushing, sleep less, eat worse. Don't take more time to go to the gym. Don't take more days or hours off in the week. And it got to a point where I was just completely burned out and trying to like, Manage you know getting a, a lot of stuff done that I literally could not manage at a certain point, like I literally was not able to function uh and I didn't really know why I couldn't understand like why why was why was it that the more I pushed, the harder things seemed to get, you know like I didn't think about, hey, take a step back, take some breaks, and you know you need to recover, you need to refresh, you need to focus on healthy life skills, as well as, you know, the career related stuff. And, you know, things just kind of got out of hand. But, you know, I I wouldn't say that's not a reason to like consider school or degrees and things like that. But it's like, I wonder how it might have gone different for me. And ultimately, I did end up getting the job that I wanted to get anyways, um, because I was interning at a place that knew my work ethic, and they hired me. And then I stayed with that company for so long. And so, you know, ultimately, I got the job I wanted. I eventually realized that, you know, I don't really want to fully be in the field anyways. And that's why I never got licensed, because I never fully wanted to be in the field forever anyways. And so I kind of knew, you know, eventually it was going to end for me. Like, eventually I was going to want to exit and do something else, you know, Um, because I had already had interest in other things. And so I was like, I don't really see myself doing this forever. And then the finance end of it wasn't, wasn't ever really meeting my goal, helping me meet my goals. Like it helped me to like hang out and party and stuff, but it was like, I wasn't going to sacrifice my social life and my entertainment on the weekends or like midweek when I would go out with friends, you know, on our weekly gathering kind of thing. And, you know, I wouldn't want to sacrifice that just to be like saving extra money and like you know, scrimping and, you know, scraping together pennies and stuff, like, I was like, you know, screw that, I'd rather just spend the money, and I was mostly saving through retirement and things like that, Um and investing through that method, and, you know, um I started learning more about finance in, like, 2020, pretty much, because um, I was like, well, I'm not going out, so I'm not spending money, so let me see if I can actually, like, put my money in a place that makes sense, you know? And I started making a little bit more money at that point too. And so I started actually thinking more towards like, hey, like I can actually create different financial goals because I have this different lifestyle now with a different income and a different uh, work site, even though it was the same company, but a different site. Um, So I started to think more that way. Um, but I do know a lot of people, you know, who went to school, um, got good jobs, you know, were able to afford cars, nice apartments in nice areas of LA. Um, but most of the people I would say I grew up with, um, have households that they grew up in where their parents or somebody's parents, like their spouse's parents or someone's parents would, allow them to live there. And so most of the people I know, you know, when they want to get ahead, you know, they'll suck it up for some years, live in a house where there's, um, their own, you know, they're sharing with family. Um, and you know, then move or get out or finish a degree or have a kid or whatever. Like they do it like in stages instead of like, you know, just something happening and then just like you know I can kind of afford something you know more and then just going out on a limb and like buying it and then being like oh shoot I'm in some economic trouble like I don't know too many people that live like that like most of the people I know have a support background of people that don't mind them sharing housing and stuff and so Maybe that's more rare because of how I grew up culturally and the types of people I grew up around. I grew up around a lot of minority groups and definitely people whose parents and guardians did not mind them living in the house after 18 or in their 20s or during college or during grad school or those types of times, you know, um, my folks are the same way. Like, nobody cares, you know, if I live at home or not. Like, they're not like pushing me out the door or anything I mean I know there's like stuff that they prefer methods that they prefer me to kind of be living like uh you know there are things like they would like me to eat dinner with them or meals with them every single night or you know they would probably like to see me more than I'd like to be interactive with them like I don't really want to be that interactive with them like, they want to be more interactive with me than I want to be with them, but I don't want to not interact with them, if that makes sense. Um, just things like that, where it's just kind of, like, there's a little bit of, like, um, trouble understanding each other's values on that end. Um, I'm kind of, like, more of, like, I like to live my life pretty independently and not really involve, you know, too many people in certain things like I kind of like my space with certain stuff and I have certain friends that I'll tell stuff to but you know when it comes to like career goals and things I don't know I I prefer to kind of keep my folks like a little at a distance like I don't really I don't know like they're supportive but I kind of sometimes don't like certain input and I kind of know their stance on a lot of things so I just kind of keep them in the dark because I just don't want to hear anything that anybody has to say like yeah they're gonna they usually say oh yeah that's a good idea or whatever but I kind of don't care if that makes sense like I kind of know where I want to go with things and I kind of don't want to like like I kind of um am pretty open with them about like you know housemates that I've had and that kind of thing but you know and just kind of how things are going but I am not too open about like the day-to-day stuff, like, my financial goals and where I'm spending. Like, they know that I'm into, like, listening to finance-related things and all that kind of stuff. And But I'm really kind of more proactive about things than they are. Like, they're kind of more like, oh, there's something that might be going on, so they want to, like, you know, um, you know, there's something that might be going on, so they feel like they want to kind of, um, um, you know get everybody involved and like they're very like oh if there's some kind of problem like let's involve everybody to try to work together with this thing and I kind of don't like that I'm kind of more like okay your problems are your problems my problems are my problems like if I have some kind of issue going on if I don't really need somebody to step in I'm not going to request it versus I feel like you know my folks are more like you know they would prefer to rely on me for certain things where I'm just kind of like you can do it yourself. Uh, like for example, if they take classes online or something, they will ask me to help them with their coursework and stuff, and it's like, no, like, <laughs> like ask your professor, you know, like, I, you know, I, you know, this isn't. I don't want to be, you know, tutoring them or whatever like I'll usually send like a tutorial of how to do whatever the skills are that they're trying to learn and I'm more like okay you should be able to independently figure out how to get your work done you know um you know I I try not to be too you know involved like that but just stuff like that but um I guess when it comes to you know, the trend-related topics, um, you could probably notice that there's, um, it's just mostly, uh, I guess, you know, trends that you might notice, um, that you might kind of see somebody, um, just kind of in a, in a, you know, somebody kind of trying to figure out, like, what it is that, that, um, that they want to do with their goals, with their trends, um, but yeah, I don't really know, like, it's, uh, it's kind of like, You know, that's just kind of how, how it goes, you know, and I think Graham Stephan had some good points because he's got a lot of history behind him, a lot of things that he's got, a lot of experience that he's been doing, um, and he's kind of noticing, you know, the trends that are coming up with his work through YouTube are changing and shifting. Um, the finance niche is changing and shifting, more people are educated about finance and able to kind of, in an entertaining way, kind of like talk about it. And, you know, versus when he first started, like, you know, he had, you know, a certain population of people who were interested mostly to himself. And, you know, that's changed over time. Um, There's definitely been a lot of changes over time. Um, A lot of, um, you know, changes, a lot of, uh, um, you know, things that kind of, uh, you know, shift with the times, and um, I feel like that's something that's a little bit hard to understand when, you know, there are fields that are like that, but it's a little different when you have a degree in something, and your field starts changing, And you can kind of maybe get another job in that field versus, like, if you're kind of relying on, you know, understanding of trends, that can be a little difficult. Um, I feel like it would be maybe a little more stressful. And that's something that kind of worries me more is, you know, going a route that's not, like, attached to a degree. And I'm not saying that it's not that people need a degree, but that is kind of where... I would get some anxiety from is like, you know, I always feel like, well, what if I go into a field that becomes obsolete, you know, like that is kind of like the biggest thing that I think about is like, well, if this becomes obsolete, you know, then, you know, it it might not be the best of uh, jobs to consider or fields to consider or career opportunities to consider. But... It might also be just kind of like. Something to kind of learn. Some some way to kind of. Learn about these different. Things that might be going on. And. Use it as a learning experience. And still be able to come out on top. Like if you can understand what's going on. Um, a lot of times you can maybe adapt. But. That is something that scares me is like something as simple as an algorithm can just change, you know, like even on on here with like podcasting, you know, like Anchor had its own, you know, podcasting ads and, you know, it was an easy way to kind of monetize. And then in March of 2023, like no warning, just all of a sudden they're like, oh, these ads are obsolete. You can't use them anymore. You now have to become part of this ambassador program or consider using subscriptions um as a way to monetize through Spotify for podcasters and it just became this like thing and yeah I mean I have no say in it I can't just be like oh well I'm gonna use the ads anyways it's like I can use them as much as I want but nobody's gonna do anything about it like um you know it's it doesn't do anything for me you know I can still keep them there, I can keep them up, but it's like, I have to adapt, you know, to what they want me to do. YouTube was the same way, you used to be able to just monetize your, um, your, uh, channel, and now I think you have to have a thousand followers, or a thousand views, or ten thousand views, or something, like, there's something that changed, where it's like, you can't even, like, the, the barrier to entry is, is changing, you know, um, uh even something as simple as side hustles in my area in LA I know and probably in San Diego too but I haven't looked there but um yeah food delivery uber eats uber driving uh working for like shipped instacart grubhub those kind of jobs postmates all you had to do before is sign up for an app you know do some kind of little task on the app as far as like filling out the portions you need and like upload some copies of your insurance and stuff like just basic stuff then they would approve you in a couple days send you a card or whatever maybe a t-shirt or whatever you needed to use to do the work and then from then on you know you could just start working um you know and I mean I think with Uber and Lyft you kind of have to have like a car that's a certain age and stuff like that um and like you I don't think you can use a two-door I think it has to be at least a four-door and like there's different rules but uh overall like you can even do a car lease through that type of program and there's a lot of things like that that have just changed like even within the last couple years like in my lifetime like when I look at 2019 and then I look at how things are today like there's been a lot that's changed you know with the kind of entrepreneurial kind of side hustle world and it's not easy to just like adapt to something all of a sudden you know it's like you know like way back you know if somebody got banned on like one of those food delivery sites like it wouldn't be like an issue because you could just sign up for another one but now it's like you know you have to be on a wait list to even be able to use some of these, uh, sites. And so, um, just, just something as simple as that as like having to be on a wait list where you can't just start working today or tomorrow. Whereas before you could just work whenever you felt like starting, you could just work. So now if, if there's like, I think I saw some random YouTube video where some lady was like at her job and somebody at the front desk, had witnessed her taking the food that got delivered to her and I guess she had incorrectly it seems like she was lying but she had incorrectly uh, put a review that you know the the person delivering her food didn't really actually deliver it or whatever like they messed up or she never got her food and so that person got banned And, you know, before, if you would have gotten banned from something like that, it's like, whatever, you got banned. Um, It's not really a big issue. You can just sign up for another one. Like, yeah, it is an issue. Like you want your money. You want things to be just like steady and stable. Um, But yeah, you could have just signed up for a different type of app and just started working for that one instead. And now it's like if you get banned, that might be the only app that has you not on a wait list. And now you have to get on a wait list just to go on another one. Um, and who knows how long those wait lists last, like, um, I sampled it trying to see how long it lasts for me, um, if I sign up, and I had already signed up in the past, and if I signed up, and it, uh, I think shipped was the only one that kind of responded and said they were, you know, putting my account back, and... All I have to do is wait to get that card in the mail, but I still can't verify if my address has been changed in their system. So I don't think they were going to send the card to the right place and that's going to be a delay. Um, I'm still trying to see how long it actually freaking takes um, for that to start back up again. But um, yeah, like, I mean, traditional ways of doing things aren't terrible, uh, but they're not always a tried and true method as things change um people are noticing you know um I think to some extent our society has made you know getting a degree kind of almost similar to like a rite of passage like western society doesn't really have like like most mainstream American western culture doesn't tend to have a lot of rites of passage is unless you're kind of like connected to a culture that does something like a quinceanera or like a, a debut or something like, you know, a little more, um, uh, attached to a culture, you know, versus, you know, what do we have like high school graduations, proms, Um, maybe getting your driver's license, your learner's permit, like stuff like that, like little stuff, but you know, usually you're not throwing parties for all of it. You're not having like all your friends and family around, you know, usually things that happen before marriage, usually it's like limited to like a few people who get invited. Um, and you know, graduations are one of those things that, you know, you can kind of invite I think for mine, I can invite up to five people, but you can usually get more tickets and stuff. So, like, you can get, like, five people. You can get, like, a few people. And, um, usually that kind of helps you. Like, you get to the graduation, uh, uh, location, and that kind of helps you. Um... And so, yeah, like, yeah, you kind of just get where you're trying to go and then um, you're supposed to get a job in that field, you know, and then just stick in that job and retire within that career and, you know, just keep working your way up. But that's not really how things look, you know, like. For people who look on the finance side, I believe like it was someone, one of the Ramsey personalities that had mentioned, you know, if you look just at people who have, you know, every so often switch jobs, like it doesn't really mean switch careers, but switch jobs, you know, people tend to get higher pay rates who who don't stay in the same job forever or stay for the same com working for the same company forever. Um, you actually get more, um, you know, it actually makes more sense to uh, do that differently. And so, you know, and, and switch jobs more often. And so these are the types of things that, you know, you're not really taught this in school. You're not really taught finance in school. Uh, schools are changing, though. Um, they're kind of starting to incorporate more like practical life stuff but you know you're never really taught about you know what your options look like you know um you're just told sign up go through all these different hoops you know study a lot um go into debt while studying and hopefully you'll be able to pay it back eventually once you're actually working um and that's that doesn't sound like the best way to start out in life is to be twenty five thousand dollars in debt when you're starting an independence phase fa- in a phase of independence or being like like hundred thousand fifty thousand, a hundred thousand, multiple hundred thousand in debt, half a million in debt. Like these are like real numbers. That's like that's a lot of money, you know. And you know, like, is it worth it? You know, most people aren't like really like jumping at paying off their student loans either. Like the only reason I think why, why most people are going to pay them off is because if you have private loans, they're just going to keep coming after you. And if you have, you know, federal loans they're it's going to screw up your credit. And so basically it does kind of impact you to not make payments, but like you can technically like put thing put payments on hold, like for a very long time to a point where you, you know, yeah, the interest is going to accrue and you're going to end up owing even more of a fortune than you already owe. But it's like, you know, going into debt isn't usually like the best of ideas, um, It's like you're investing in yourself, I understand that, but it's like, it's not guaranteed for everybody, because I feel like even though you might be investing in yourself, most people, when they finish college, they're not in a mindset where they're like, okay, I want to go pay off all my debt now, and that's the next focus, is pay off this debt, and then get a house, or whatever, like, they're like, no, I'm done, I'm gonna get a job, then I'm gonna start buying all this stuff, and the debt comes secondary, maybe even way further down the line, like, it doesn't come, like, as, like, the first thing that you're thinking to pay back, you know, most people don't think that way, and so, you know, that debt continues on for a lot of people for decades, you know, Um, and that's a lot of money, you know, and, you know, when you're trying to start your life, you know, or start a life with another person even, you know, the last thing you need is to have, you know, that kind of on your shoulders for, like, 20 years or something um but there's there's risk on any end you know to be real like there's risk there's risk if you follow the traditional way of doing things there's risk if you go some other route of doing things uh but yeah when I learned about trades I was like yeah trades seem to be kind of a good middle ground where it's like you get the experience, you get a form of training and education, uh, but you also just learn the job and do the job and work your way up in the job and you become valuable. Uh, especially, you know, I talk about electricians and stuff like that, but it's like, there's some jobs that, you know, you're always going to need a person to do that kind of stuff. Like it doesn't matter how many, you know, self checkouts there are in the store or how much AI type stuff is going around, like at the moment, none of it is able to just like fix your stuff when it doesn't work. You know, uh, if you have a sign out in front of your store that the lights are out or like some lights in a parking lot that need to be on and fixed or some kind of situation with your electric in your house or at your business or whatever, usually it's not going to be robots fixing that, you know, usually it's a person that comes in and fixes it. Um, Now, I'm not saying that it will never turn into something else, but, you know, where there's, like, some robots or AI involved in fixing things or some remote person, like, doing the work. But I feel like because it gets done and it's efficient, I don't see why they wouldn't, you know, continue to keep electricians on and different types of work like that. Because you're going to have appliances in your house. You're going to have electricity that we need to use. So far, electricity isn't completely phasing out. There are a lot of people who are getting into solar and things like that, but I don't really see it getting phased out fast enough where it's like, you know, anything related to, you know, the field of, you know, appliances, electric, stuff like that. Like a lot of these trades, you know, it might be hard physical labor at first but it's like you can you can work your way up and you know it's not impossible to get in a six-figure range and in a comfortable range um and I mean it doesn't really matter if people don't look at the jobs the same though you know like there is this kind of like oh you do work where like people make fun of people like um you know garbage collectors or like plumbers and stuff like that like nobody's like necessarily like oh my little child wants to become a plumber like I'm so proud of them but these people make bank like (laughs) they make a lot of money you know like they're very well off and so it's like sometimes you know it's like do you want the degree because you want not just the educational side of it like is it kind of like an ego boost and if it is that's fine you know like but it's good to be real with yourself it's like is the debt gonna be worth the ego boost is the you know like for a lot of people it's worth it you know like I want to be having this degree or show that I did this difficult program or went to this super expensive school you know because it's prestigious you know like I'm not saying that that's wrong like it is a, a way that American Western competitive society works like you kind of want something that kind of puts you ahead of other people sometimes just because it might work in your favor because there is kind of the shallow aspect of you know the economy and capitalism you know sometimes you do have to kind of play the game but I mean it's good to know you know what what you can expect you know like I was told going into psych okay you can get a private practice and all this kind of stuff and the more I started actually learning about what would that look like to have a private practice and all this kind of stuff and all the other hoops you have to jump through just to get to that point. I was like, by the time I get there, I'm not going to want to do it anymore. Like, you know, like I enjoyed the population I was working with. It was a struggle, but it was also rewarding and they needed the help. Like, I'm not saying that wealthy people don't need the help either, but it was kind of like, I wasn't really too motivated to really help that population of people. And you know, I just was like, if I'm making the choices and calling the shots, I want to do what I want to do, you know, so I don't know, like, it's, it's kind of a, it's kind of a hot topic, it's kind of a controversial um, conversation that kind of comes up a lot lately, but, you know, I don't think it's bad to look at, I don't think it's bad to think about, Um, I don't see anything being like, um, uh, bad about it, you know, to consider school or to not consider school, but not just doing things because, you know, all my folks are my family said, or like in my area, you know, in my, um, you know, in my neighborhood, everybody has degrees or whatever. Like, I know a lot of people who you know, are going into the field that I'm about to go into that there are people I knew that were making such good money when I was even in like high school, they were working in the field that I'm going in and I didn't really know what they meant, but I was like, wow, like this person, this guy makes a lot of money, you know, like he made a lot of money. Um, I used to have a, a, a youth and then collegiate pastor um, who was doing you know, working in the field that I want to go into, and I was just like, it doesn't seem like it's a really good, um, job, but at the same time, it's like, you know, this guy worked ski patrol, he would go up to Bear all the time, he had a nice car, he had a nice truck, he could afford to go on trips, he and his kids and his wife were able to kind of, like, go do stuff, and, like, his wife worked too, um but it's like they had a nice house and all this kind of stuff and you know he was very knowledgeable about degrees and things and he had an interest in psychology and wanted to go into it I never asked him why he didn't go into it but I think it was the money like there's only so much you can scale in psych like you can have clients and business and stuff but unless you start hiring out and all this other kind of stuff like there's only so many hours in the day and so many clients you can see you can't shorten your sessions to see more clients at a certain point you know you can only be so efficient uh because you're charging pretty much hourly or per session and you can't really add more sessions even if you are in private practice you can't have like 50 sessions a day like unless it's like unless you're counting like some kind of groups or something like that but you know just the way the billing works and everything too like you're paying for billable services um and usually it's per hour like including documentation time and session time and prep and all these kind of things like at the end of the day like you can only scale up so much i don't think you can unless you have a business or like you run like a whole company like a clinic or something and start getting into like developing additional clinics and things like that like I could see that working but I mean that sounds like a lot you know to have to be like I work private practice and have like like when I was in school most of my professors had private practices and they were teaching um full-time and they were maybe like providing supervision so it's like that was the reality of it is like they basically had like two to three jobs and it's like I mean, things do get easier the more you're in one field, but, like, I was like, I'm already burnt out as it is. I can't imagine trying to do more and more and more. Um, It's, you know, to some extent, I was like, it was worth it on some ends, and then on some other ends, I was like, I'm glad I got out because it's not worth it to me anymore. But um, it got me to where I'm at, and I don't think I'm at a place where I'm, you know... Having too much of real issues. It's more like my mindset is... I'm really struggling with my mindset lately. More so than actual... Um, actual things going wrong. It's more like the the my, my mindset and kind of my thoughts around what could potentially go wrong. But not necessarily like these things are actually not going well so that's kind of how that looks um I'm about to go home and have some dinner and then I gotta study tonight but um I don't know people are making a lot of decisions out there and if you can take your time it might help to take time you know take your time on things and not not rush through you know You can still get where you're trying to go. Sometimes it just takes, you know, taking a step back, looking at kind of what's actually going on and kind of blocking out a little bit like learning, but also blocking out the meme culture, blocking out the algorithms of things, blocking out just, you know, all the kind of like, you know, there's definitely trending topics, especially revolving around the economy and the job market and things like that it's like whenever you see one topic about one thing there's like 18 other channels that are saying the same thing uh in different wording and then there's also like 18 other channels with opposing views so it's like it's really hard to know um what's going on like it helps to take a step back and actually look at what's going on and see it with your own eyes and understand it and make more informed decisions that way um not following along with the clickbait you know you know my stance on these things but um with that I gotta go um I think I'll attach a daily episode to the end of this one too all right guys Saturday May 6th uh it's a little after 4 p.m. I am barely about to head over to the gym uh, Alright, so Pulling out of the drive It is hot It is hot in here Um I think it's just hot in the car though So I got a black car Black interior car Of my car And it's Got leather pleather. I don't know if it's real leather. I think it's real leather. I don't know, but anyways, um, yeah, I had a pretty good time at the gym yesterday, and as predicted, I did not sleep too good. Um, and that's fine, you know. Uh, sleep doesn't always come easily. To me. And, uh, it doesn't always come easily and it didn't come easily, so, that's just that. Um, yes, people walking in the middle of the road as usual. Um, I think people do a lot of urban hiking around this area because it is near some hilly regions and, you know, when the weather's good, especially this time of year, there are a lot of people that seem to be, like, kind of hiking around, so, uh, that's good, though, good for them, you know, um, but, yeah, so, I'm just trying to stay consistent with the gym, um, and studying, I had a big, You know, I'm kind of like, pressure's a little bit on, you know, I've, uh, you know, set some really good goals toward, you know, um, I've set some really good goals toward, you know, my timeline for things, kind of a little bit of pressure on because there's a bit of accountability now because I've told a couple people what I'm doing. Um, um, So because, you know, I've kind of clued in a couple people, I think that puts a little bit more pressure on for me. Um, I don't like this car driving so close behind me. I'm going to let them go. They kind of let me go. But I don't like them driving so fast behind me. Um, I'm kind of just trying to chill. Chill and drive. A lot of open houses this weekend. Uh, crazy, dude. Um, I might go check some of them out on Sunday. I don't really know. Um, one of my friends taught me way back. Like, around the early college days about, you know... Not really taught me, but like, you know, she used to go out and um, look at open houses on the weekends. And she said it would really motivate her to like study hard and like, you know, try to, you know, work on her success and career plans and stuff. And I did notice, you know, that does kind of help. Um, it also helps just in general just to get out of the freaking house more um, and just get out of my own head. So, you know, I told my friend this morning, I was like, I'm literally going to have to force myself to go to the gym, Uh, which I did do. You know, I did do. Um, I am doing it. I'm on my way there right now. Um, But yeah, like I I predicted I was going to be up super late. I was up past 3 a.m. The last time I remember looking at my clock, it was like 3 a.m. And I did take a lot of melatonin and started getting tired around 1230 p.m. or so. But it didn't last long. Um, I kind of fought it a little bit and was kind of like being entertained. I got down a rabbit hole of watching this guy eating MREs. (laughs) Uh I don't know why. Like, I really like kind of cooking videos. I like that kind of video I like these kind of like dessert videos it's like this Korean lady I think that makes these kind of like beautiful desserts and like there's not really a whole lot of talking and they're just like eating his he talks but it's kind of relaxing and then there's this other type of video I like where this lady does like canning it's like a You know, she talks about, like, how she, you know, got by during a war. I think it was the war in Ukraine, like, parts of the war in Ukraine. And, uh, you know, kind of how she coped, like, and was able to kind of, like, get access to foods that she preferred. And one method that she used was canning, uh, canning her foods in, like, jars and things. And so she kind of makes tutorials of how to do canning and stuff. But the thing about that one is that it's not in English, and so it has subtitles in English, so I actually have to, like, read that one, so I don't really watch it at night. But, yeah, sometimes it's just not a good idea for me to be watching stuff at night, Um, like, late like that, because I'll just literally stay up and keep watching it. Even though I was dozing off a couple times, I still was, like, fighting it so I could watch these stupid things. And then I was up really late, and so I was like, who cares? Tomorrow's Saturday. I don't do anything Saturdays anyways, unless I'm just getting outdoors. I don't really do anything at all. So, because I knew I wasn't going to do anything, I was like, well, what the heck difference does it make? I'll, I'll, you know, not do anything for a while. So, I got up uh, kind of early. Not very early, but, like, 7.30-ish. And then around 8.30, you know, I was like, let me, like, start getting going, you know. I had a... um um, a, what do you call it? Like a, a, a ball, like a, a perfect bar. I didn't eat it early in the morning. I didn't eat till like 10, 1030 and I wasn't really been hydrating either, but yeah. And then I ate it at like 10, 1030 or so. And then, you know, it kind of hit the spot. It's like 330 calories and it's got protein. I don't really know the sugar content, but it's, it's good. Like when you really don't want to cook and it's like, it's a good kind of like eh, healthy enough ish kind of thing. If that makes sense. It's like, it's not like pure health food, but it's not so unhealthy that it's like, you know, wrecking my goals or anything. So, you know, I'll, I'll still eat stuff like that. And it, yeah, I didn't have like a full, like nutritious meal early in the morning or anything, but, you know, I did get off my schedule today a little bit for the morning, but I feel like that was good enough, and then I ate some junk. (laughs) I ate, like, just, like, an Ichiban instant ramen, and I ate a, um, like, an organic, uh, vegan. No, not vegan. I don't know if it's vegan. It might be vegan. It was just an organic burrito, uh, bean and cheese burrito from Sprouts, from the frozen section. I kind of keep those on stock because they're cheap. They're like under three dollars, and like they're like three hundred something calories. So I had like four. It's so like about seven, eight hundred calories. Adding to that, maybe like um about three hundred thirty calories before that. So let's say about seven fifty-ish calories. No, 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 no. That math is way off. Um Probably close to, like, a thousand calories, in all honesty. Or just, like, within, like, a two-hour period or so. And then I kind of just knocked out and took a nap. I don't remember if it was 30 minutes or an hour, but I kind of napped for a little while there. And that was nice. It helped. Um But, yeah, I forgot to mention I did get you know stoned in the morning. I I was like it's 7:30. I don't really care like cuz I was going to try to sleep more anyways. So I was like it doesn't really make a difference if I go get stoned. So I basically got stoned um and just you know got stoned and chilled basically and watched videos, dozed off. The only thing I don't like about getting stoned early is that it's really hard to kind of get the energy rolling after that. Like By the time it was like, you know, 2, 2.45, nearing, uh, I think around 2.45, I started having some C4, and then, but I was thinking about it around one thirty, and just was waiting and waiting, and then I was like, okay, let me just do it, Um, so I was careful with it. I didn't want to have a lot, but it doesn't take a lot. And then, so I had some C4, it's a pre-workout that I talk about all the time that I use. Um, I never take the full 200 milligrams worth of caffeine full scoop, but I took enough of it that it kind of got my energy up a little bit after I add a little bit more from what I originally had taken. And so I basically was like, well, let me just do yoga at home. I got in some yoga and stretching for, like, 30 minutes while I was kind of letting the, you know, this pre-workout supplement kind of, like, settle. And then, because it does have to settle a little bit, like, you know, it kind of, for a lot of people, it kind of, like, activates maybe their stomach and kind of, like, it kind of makes you go to the bathroom. And so I kind of like to get that out of the way before I leave the house, if possible, because it's just more comfortable. Like, I don't, I don't. I'm not a big fan of, like, public toilet number twos. Like, I'll do it if it's if it needs to happen, but it's like, if I'm home and I can do it before I leave, I might as well just do it before I leave. And I'm a little off, too. Like, usually that would be something that happens before breakfast, but because I didn't get up and have coffee or anything like that, um, it just, yeah. My day is just not a normal day, but I'm like, okay, I'll give myself today to kind of act weird. Uh, do strange stuff. Um, I'm debating if tonight I'll go study at the coffee shop or if I'm going to stay home and study. I might actually go to the coffee shop and study because um, that's what I'm kind of actually motivated to do. So I might just do that. But I don't know. It's easy to say when I have like C4 in my system. It's easy to be like, oh, yeah, I want to go do this. And then by the time it's night, like, I'm not going to be studying till, like, maybe a little after 7.45 p.m. because of the sunset time. So, you know, I've still got a few hours to kind of screw around. So I don't really know. Like, um, I don't really know for sure what I'm going to do. But um, I do need to study, though. Um, I've got a practice exam. I might postpone the... Sunday one and make my practice exam on um, on Monday Um, I'd feel more comfortable about that I'm not trying to stall it's just I want this practice exam to not be like a practice I want it to be like a real legit thing so I want to take it a little more seriously Um, the one I did this past week I didn't really take it seriously I just kind of wanted to see what it was like and see kind of like the feel of it you know just dip my toe in the water but not really take it seriously like like you're not even supposed to get up and go to the bathroom or like leave your desk or anything before that and I was kind of like you know I took it to TMI but like I took it at a time when I needed to use the restroom and so I was like you know like (laughs) like like I already knew like you know I was like doing it but like not doing it if that makes sense but That's what practice tests are for. It gave me a little bit more comfort with, like, you know, realizing what I know, what I don't know as well, what I need to kind of get better at describing. And I think yesterday, um, like Friday, I didn't do too much studying, uh, after doing that exam I didn't really get back to studying too much like I thought I was gonna do so I think I need like a solid two days to do to prepare and just preparing tonight wouldn't be maybe enough to take take a practice exam for real tomorrow like I don't feel like that would be enough for me but um yeah I'm that's basically all I'm kind of dealing with. Otherwise, I'm just kind of enjoying, you know, enjoying myself, enjoying the weekend, enjoying the good weather, enjoying that things are going smoothly. It's just a lot of upcoming change. Uh, just trying to keep positive about it and get out of my head about all the. Negativity about what can go wrong, and oh my gosh, you know, it's like, none of it's going to be the end of the world, um, so I do think it's still going to be possible to maybe take this practice exam before I go to Vegas, and then Vegas will be a nice buffer, because I'll either be celebrating, um, doing well on the exam, or I'll be drowning my sorrows, because it didn't go well, either way, I'm comfortable with either, of those, um, so, yeah, I don't really know, though, I'm kind of, I'm still kind of trying to figure it out, you know, like, I want to park over here in the shade, actually, um, yeah, so, yeah, I'm, uh, gonna step into the gym in a little bit, um, then probably go do a little bit of podcasting i don't want to spend too much time podcasting this evening uh but i'll spend a little bit of uh, time getting getting some podcasting done and then uh kind of get on with my night um get busy with my night you know nothing fancy No dates, no nothing. (laughs) It's just kind of chilling, guys. But, um, yeah, I just feel better when I'm just, like, doing what I need to be doing. Like, you know, so, yeah, today feels pretty good. Like, I didn't really do a whole lot, but that's the whole thing. Like, Saturdays, I don't do a whole lot. And unless I really have solid plans, I'm not doing anything anyways today, so. Like, I didn't have plans with anybody, so. I don't need to be, like, hard on myself to push. Like, I can give myself a day to, you know, give myself permission to just kind of, like, slack off and not be productive. I think that's perfectly fine. Um, But it is hard to think like that because I think society doesn't really teach that. And even though I grew up in a culture that kind of talks about lifestyle balance and everything, it's still hard to do because looking around, it's like, you know, Southern California, there's a lot of competition in ways, like, like, I'm not saying I'm, like, trying to be better than any specific person or whatever, but it's, like, just the cost of living to have your independence is such a, such a situation out here, like, you know, I know what I want, and getting there takes a lot of mental strength and a lot of, you know, just, uh, pushing and pushing and pushing and, um, you know, I'm not saying other states aren't like that, but it's a it's a unique area of the world to live in Um, because you can't just usually graduate high school and then just like move out. You know, like you kind of have to have a certain level of success or income or whatever you want to call it, um, financial stability to kind of make it work in a way where you're not like utilizing debt to your detriment and, like, getting into, like, unhealthy financial habits, but, yeah, I listen to the Ken Coleman show and stuff sometimes, I'll probably listen to that at the gym, Uh, otherwise, I need to get the freak in there and get to work, so, all right, guys, with that, thanks for listening.